we are all faced with a series of great opportunities brilliantly disguised as impossible situations. Welcome to Don't Quit, where you come to be encouraged to live a better life full of joy and purpose. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are talking about what to do when the situation in front of you seems impossible. I think we have all been there. Faced with what seems like an impossible situation, no matter how many times we open and close our door, it is still there staring straight in our face. A constant reminder that we have to find a way through this. There is no going around it. We must walk through the door and it can be discouraging. It can be overwhelming. It can feel bigger than us. It can feel like there is no way out. Why? Why would God do this to us? Why would he want us to struggle in this way? Why would he not want us to see the answer clearly? Why is he making us wait? So there are many reasons we may be going through an impossible situation. And I want to talk today about the three reasons that you may be going through this right now, or maybe if you're not going through it right now, you will at some point in the future. It's a great investment right now even to be listening to this because when life throws you a curveball and you are faced with a situation that brings you down, that brings you to your knees, or that just discourages you because you didn't expect it or you thought your life would be different, you will know how to handle it and how to view that situation. Life is full of obstacles and I believe it is God's way of seeing what we are really worth fighting for. If you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way through that obstacle and it will make you stronger, more like him. He wants us to be passionate followers, ready to do anything he asks of us. And just a quick little exciting thing I want to throw in here. When I was preparing for this episode, it was one of the very easiest for me to prepare for. The points came to me. I felt passionate about it. So I'm really excited to bring this to you today because although it is one of those episodes that's kind of depressing to realize that we're talking about those impossible situations, it also has the potential to be empowering. And I hope you see that today. I hope you feel that. I hope you understand that those the hardest situations in life can bring about the biggest change and passion in our hearts. And I know for me, going through anxiety and depression, looking back at that time in my life when I was so down, now looking at it, I would never say that I was angry that I went through that. I am so thankful because it has made me so much stronger and capable of just controlling my mind, which is to me so undervalued. We don't realize that potential that we have. And I think that we're really missing out if we don't realize how it's important to start taking control of what we're thinking about, what we're saying, and how we're living our lives. Impossible only means you have not found the solution yet. Don't forget that. So here are three reasons you may be going through an impossible situation today. Number one, God wants to produce a supernatural dependence in you. God shows us over and over in the Bible that his laws we are to follow are impossible in our human strength alone. He did not give us these laws to just tell us how to live. He gave them to us to show how desperately we need him to fulfill them. And a lot of times God orders us to do those things that we can't do so that we know what we need to ask of him. And I know when I was put through 
anxiety and depression. Like you can't fulfill his command. You can't reach others when you are laying in bed crying day after day, right? It's not possible. I had to ask for his help. I had to reach out for him. So when we're faced with an impossible situation, he is not calling us to be better or stronger. Please don't think that that's what you need to do. He's just simply calling us to lean on him, to be fully dependent on Christ so that his spirit can strengthen us to overcome the impossible. This is really an incredible testimony we could have to reach others if we are able to lean into him. And I challenge you today, when you're talking to someone and you're worried about something and you put that worry on them. And I know you're not trying to put that worry on them, but you say things like, this is so concerning or look what's going on. You are showing that you have fear. And I know we all have fears. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have fears. It's okay to be human. It's okay to show that. But we only have one chance at a testimony to others. We only have one opportunity maybe to reach someone and to have faith, to know that God has the situation and to show that we can lean on him. Like that's the best part of life. We have a savior who is there to get us through. We are not doing this alone. The second reason is maybe he wants you to realize your dreams and plans aren't always his dreams and plans. And I know this might be a sad one to realize, but he wants you at your weakest, so he can build you back up into what he wants for you. If you are resisting what he wants for you, or maybe you just don't see it yet, or you're not, you're not ready for it, he's going to make sure he gets you to that point. Have you ever felt so defeated, so confused as to your plans or your future? And I know, I'll be honest, there have been times in my life where I don't really know the future, and I know it can bother those around us even because people like to have something to count on. They want to know what the future holds and what is going to happen. And our world and being a Christian, it's just not set up like that. We don't know what's going to happen at any time. None of us knew that COVID was going to come out of the blue as it did. And things are oftentimes happening like that where it just comes out of the blue. And I know for me, This isn't always the popular thing, but I love to live my life knowing that I want to walk through the door of what God shows me. If that's staying where I am, that's what it is. If he wants me to move, that's what it is. But I want to be so in tune with him that I make sure that I never make a decision without feeling like he had his hand in that decision. And that's just because, not because I want to be some great Christian, it's because I want to know that I was in his plan. That brings more joy than anything else I can do. And I also know that when I am in his plan and I'm following through with what he wants for me and for my life, I am going to not only be the most joyful, but my family will be too. So oftentimes living this type of lifestyle causes you to not have plans, to not know what the future will hold. And it can be frustrating because it's living moment by moment. But it's a life that is fulfilling because I know that I'm ready for where he wants to take me and how he wants to use me. And I feel like in this world, 
We all need to really think about that. Are we willing to go where he wants us to go? Are we willing to walk through the most difficult, impossible situation because it's for him? It's not our comfort anymore. This world is going crazy. And if we don't realize that we aren't here for our comfort, we're here to spread the gospel. We are here to love others genuinely from our heart, loving others. That's going to be the most fulfilling life. For me, there have been times when I literally have no clue what God wants in a moment. I never knew that I would be living where I'm living right now. I never knew that I would be doing real estate with Rick and buying rental properties. But we've had opportunities to reach lost souls through that and not sitting there and saying, do you know Jesus as your savior? But sometimes it's just a little gestures. It's being able to reach out, to be kind, to be loving to people that you don't know where they stand. You don't know if they know God. And this is just a seed that could be planted in their heart by just being kind. So if you're finding yourself right now with plans completely ripped out from under you, you thought you had plans, they got wiped away, just know God may have a plan that is better. And the only way to bring it to life is to bring you down from your idea of what your life should be like. And honestly, what your life should be like is all based on comfort and what you can get out of life. And I think we all are there at some times. And don't be discouraged because this does not mean that God does not have a wonderful plan for you. It's really quite the contrary. He has the perfect plan. You just don't know what it is yet. And I think a lot of times we're stubborn and we need to be put into a place of dependency to see his plan. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What a beautiful picture of just dying to ourselves. And it's such a foreign concept in this world. You may even be listening and being like, what is she even talking about? Like, why would we give up all of what we want? But as a Christian, that, that brings us purpose. That He blesses that. If you're a Christian and you are not living for God in this way, letting him direct your steps, I think you're missing out, just to be honest. Luke 9, 23 says, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Following Christ is not going to be an easy journey. It's not going to be the journey that others maybe want you on even because it's not reliable or you don't seem to stick with things maybe. There could be a number of things that people will tell you and, and be frustrated about. I know for me, I have been making a huge effort of constantly talking to Reed and Parker about the amazing things that God is doing around us in our lives. I talk about him as though he is a part of our family. If we don't do this, they'll never know. Our kids will never know or people around us will never know where we stand and what is important to us. Matthew 10:38 says, "Whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me." If you're not following him and his plan and you're not open to him and his plan, you're not worthy of him. Mark 8:35 says, "For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it." I hope all these verses remind you 
that we have to lose our life. We have to get out of our comfort zones. We have to start looking for the opportunity to be a light. That's as simple as it is. Why are we on this earth? What are we doing? Are we dwelling on how it's a horrible place to be now and things are going wrong? Are we dwelling on the fact that gas prices are almost $5? And one day I'm going to listen back to this and be shocked maybe. Or maybe it will actually, that will be cheap. But I know that there's a lot of negative things we could be looking at. But guys, God is here. God has not left this world. I know there's been people that have said that. I don't believe he has left us. I know he is alive and well in my family. He's alive and well in my community. He's alive and well in my church. He wants us to start stepping up. There are so many verses on dying to ourselves. And unfortunately, our world makes us think that we are completely living for ourselves. I know I have heard so many stories of people who have ended up doing things for God that they would have been the farthest thing they ever thought that they would be doing. I mean, just completely opposite of what they even would be good at. And it's just amazing how God uses the people that are not equipped. I know Rick and I, we recently were newly dating at the time and we stepped into this role of being the sole youth leaders at our small church. And at the time, it was like five kids in the youth group, and it was very small and manageable. And we were newly dating, and there were some, you know, fears that, oh, no, what if they break up? Then you're leaving the youth group with no one and no one to lead them and be an example. And what does that do? But thankfully, enough people came together and said, let's give them a chance. And it grew our faith and our relationship in amazing ways. We did it for seven wonderful years. We had relationships with these kids. And at one point there was, there were 20 plus kids coming out, loving God, loving each other, wanting to reach out and make a difference. And sometimes now I look back and just wish I could sit in that room again to have a moment with them, just realizing the opportunity God gave me. I never thought I would be leading a youth group at 19 or 20 years old, but I was, and he equipped us. He was with us every single step of that journey. If you keep attempting to make something happen in your own strength and it just is not working, whether that's maybe a job that you're trying to chase after that you think you really want, maybe it's moving to a new state or pursuing a relationship. If it doesn't seem to be working out, God might be just saying, stay down. I'm not going to let up until you finally let go and die to yourself and start submitting fully to me. John 12, 26 says, if anyone wants to serve me, he must follow me. So where I am, the one who wants to serve me will be there also. If anyone serves me, my father will honor him. Wow. First of all, that's basically saying, if we're going to serve him, we got to be right with him wherever he is, wherever he is putting us. And if we do that, if we are serving him, we're going to be honored. We can't even fathom what that means. But I know I don't want to find out what it doesn't mean, right? I want to make sure that I see that. We have to hold fast to Christ, guys. We have to pursue his purpose for our life. We have to be willing to die to our wishes and desires every single day. And this is not the norm of society or what most people are doing. So it's going to be hard. People will be mad at you. But pursuing Christ's heart will bring honor 
And as it says in John 12, that I just read, true joy that nothing else in this world will provide. Number three is we go through impossible situations to learn that God's grace is enough. Sometimes God brings us out of our struggles. Other times he tells us to wait. Sometimes he's simply working on the inside of us. And there are two ways to solve a problem. One, you change your external conditions to solve the issue. Or two, you enhance your internal ability to deal with what is going on externally. So for example, in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 to 10, Paul states this. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And he says that because he is strong in Christ. Christ is what is holding him together. What an example of being totally dependent on God, being willing to stand in that gap and be faithful, a faithful servant to Jesus. What an amazing, amazing story. God didn't take that thorn away. He did not lift it from Paul, but he did show Paul that his grace is always enough and it will always be enough for us as well if we're just willing to look at it and take it rather than looking at what the world has to offer. So maybe God just wants to show you that no matter what you're going through, he is enough. And the real happiness and true joy is only found in him. Jesus said in Luke 18, 27, the things that are impossible for people to do are possible for God to do. So now the key to overcoming impossible situations, and you probably could already guess this, but I know you have listened this far and hopefully you are empowered rather than depressed because I know that sometimes it can feel like, man, we have a big job as Christians to pick up this cross and start carrying it. And it isn't the popular thing, but I hope that you are empowered, that God is right alongside you and you are making him smile because you are fulfilling the entire purpose of why he even puts you on this earth. If you believe that he created you and loves you and has you here for a reason, why would you ignore the fact that you have a mission to fulfill? You're here for a purpose. Whether you see that yet or not, don't miss out because of being selfish for comfort. So the key to overcoming impossible situations is going to sound ridiculously simple, but it's not, and it's faith. Faith is not ignoring the problem. It is knowing that God is much bigger than the problem and that in his timing, he can and will help. How do you get this faith? You get it by reading the word and chasing him until you get your answer. When you know he can help you overcome, when you reach out to him asking for help, then you will find the victory. Keep seeking him until you hear him. 
I believe you are around the corner from victory of your impossible situation. And don't forget, God specializes in impossible situations. It may take time and patience, but the growth that you will go through will be worth it in the end. I am blessed by this personally. I am encouraged that I have an opportunity that I can talk about this because I know that it's not the popular thing to talk about and I'm thankful if you made it all the way to the end. You are one of my most valued listeners because I know that this was a tough one to hear and I think that we are living in a time that is going to be hard. I encourage you If you did listen to this episode, reach out to me. Send me a message over on Instagram at Don't Quit Podcast. Reach out on Facebook. Reach out through text if you know my number and are texting me because I would love to just know that we are together in this, that we can lift each other up and that we can hold each other accountable in pursuing what he has for us. It's hard to do it alone. We need more like-minded people to come together and to to just get each other through this world and to cheer each other on in doing things for God. Thank you for listening. Guys, episodes come out every Wednesday at 5 a.m. Please leave a review if you haven't. It helps this channel so much and helps me be encouraged in my journey of recording these podcast episodes for you. I absolutely love doing this and I hope that it is just resonating with you and helping you in your life. All right, thanks guys. I'll see you next Wednesday.